Hello. Hello. Happy motherfucking Friday. TGI Friday. TGI Friday. Welcome to the Sex Good Pace podcast, the uh, sex positive roundtable discussion coming to you live from Oakland, California, aka Smokeland, California. I'm mean, inhale one time for my tokers. It's your boy, Flashman James, a.k.a. James, a.k.a. Boy, it's 99 degrees today, and it was fucking hot as shit. My lovely, tied-in-the-bun, dancing-around co-host, introduce yourself. (laughs) Happy Friday. This is Joyceful Moments, coming live from Seattle. (coughs) This is the same place. Podcast episode 19. Get into you. <coughs> Breathe in deep. Wow, that was way too big of a joke. Please, please. Episode 19. Yikes. Now, starting with the kink corner. Ow! Kinky. I think there's only one thing that needs to be discussed for Kink Corner this week. It's been the trending topic on most social media platforms. Miss Cardi B and Miss Megan The Stallion released a song and video, I believe it was last week, Friday, called WAP, W-A-P, which stands for... Wet Ass Pussy. Wet Ass Pussy. And when I tell you that it is the kinkiest thing on the internet, so it had to be on Kink Corner, I am not even lying we're going to discuss the video we're going to give it the golden dildo review score but i'm pretty sure it's probably going to be up there pretty high do you want to go first james um yeah we'll go first and then we'll popcorn it go back and forth um wow wow what can i say um at the end of the first verse cardi b says i don't cook i don't clean but let me tell you how I got this ring. If you know nothing else about this song, all you need to know is those two bars. I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you how I got this ring when she points to her wedding ring finger. The song is the most filthiest in the most amazing way, lyrical ode to having a wet pussy. And my God, if they don't just own it, Choreography-wise, outfit-wise, confident-wise, lyrics-wise, cinematography-wise. Like, I want to talk about my personal highlight of all the different um, shots in the video. Megan the Stallion, when she's in the full split, rapping. Oh. And you just see the thigh dimples, the cellulite, the all the good juice that makes a woman's butt and thighs amazing. You just see it all to show, and you're just like, that's a real fucking woman. And my God, that part where she's rapping in the split, lost for words. Um, I hate... Should I go into my whole spiel? Spiel it. All right. First time I watched it, I watched it on mute, on purpose, and... I liked all the extreme outfits and the jumpsuits, especially the one 
I can't remember who was wearing it, but it basically just had holes. Oh, so like, Cardi B, yeah. Yeah, it was just a jumpsuit with holes and her boobs popping out and her nipples, of course, were covered. But like, that was like that mean girl status with holes. But Oh, shit, when they extreme. cut the holes in the sweaters. <laughs> yeah. I love the choreography. And I loved how the outfits accentuated all the figures. And to, like, I was surprised that there wasn't any more nudity that there was. It was very fitted bodysuits, which I personally love those sexy type bodysuits. Thanks. So I loved it. Second time I watched it, I had the music on. I could hear it with the lyrics. And I was just like, oh, my fucking God, this is a lot. This is very graphic. And then I, I had a realization that this is my new fucking anthem. It's an anthem, right? Everything in this song sc- screams sexual freedom. And I can't speak for everyone, but a lot of these lyrics are actual thoughts and desires that I have had or dirty talk that has been in my mind that I've never felt the courage to say. So thank you to Cardi B and Megan for creating this image of sexual freedom and liberation. It was, it's amazing. It it really is a masterpiece. Um, two sides to every story as graphic. And I personally don't think it's like crazy graphic and I'll go into that later, but it, it's an adult theme song and video. There's been a lot of backlash as well on the internet. Um, which you're going to get with anything that's controversial, that's uh, divisive. But what I have seen is a lot of hypocrisy, especially from uh, some guys when they're like <clears throat> older people, uh, primarily guys, but also older women too, people in their 40s and uh, late 40s, early 50s, say, this is so graphic, this is disgusting. Uh, rap music like this wasn't like this when we were younger, and it's just... There's a lot of criticism. Why can't they be talking about something positive? Um, That, to me, has been really annoying to sift through because I'm thinking about rap music. If you're mid-40s, what it would have been like. And there was fucking songs like, put it in my mouth, in my motherfucking mouth. There was all these (laughs) nasty-ass songs that were coming. So I was like, how is that not a problem? But WAP is. And then I think the women who are that age that are complaining about it, they just don't have waps. They don't have wet ass pussies. I think they have, I put it on my Instagram. I think they have daps, dusty ass pussies. And that's why they're or mad. dry ass pussies. They're just mad because they're like, oh, I can't talk about any of those things because I can't say talk that shit, bite your lip, ask for a car while you ride that dick. Cause I can't ride a dick cause my pussy's dusty. They got that good, good. And I got that dry. So I think it's I... men who are hypocrites and women that are being haters cause they got that dusty ass pussy. I agree, and I feel like this song really, I'm sure, just speaks to women who, or just anybody who feels like that sexuality in them that doesn't have the courage or does have the courage to say it, and it's not, in our society, really acceptable to be that sexual, especially as a woman, and to say these things out loud, but I'm thinking this stuff. I don't know who else is, but I'm glad it's all there, and I think that with music now it also kind of reflects our knowledge about sex or like how like people embrace or 
are informed, I guess, of sex now as opposed to people a little bit older where yep. sex was more of a taboo. I, yeah, I think another reason why people are so mad at it is because all those sexual songs I spoke about 20 years ago in hip-hop, they were mostly coming from men. And I guess it was just Lil' Kim at that time who was rapping overtly sexual of the women, of the females. Um, and so they're just not used to hearing it from a woman's point of view. They're used to hearing it from Snoop Dogg's point of view. You know, bitches and bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks and stuff like that. So that might be part of the backlash. Um, but I, I want to talk again about some of the positivity in this. I think because they're so open and so overtly sexual and the majority of the response from the public has been positive. I think people are starting to realize now that, oh shit, I'm not alone in thinking like this, like what you said. And guys are like, yes, this is how I want my woman to talk. And now I can say, don't feel weird if you feel like this, because that's what I want my girl to be saying to me. I think it's achieved those two things. I agree. I really like it. And I think I just... Listening to it again, I listened to it again right before this, and I was just like, getting ready. It's a new it's an anthem. get ready song for any situation. Going for an interview. I'm telling you, it's, <laughs> it's to lit. Again. It's so lit. <laughs> Wet ass pussy. Come on. It's just like, it's the ultimate. I love it. All right. Let's... What, what was your favorite um, outfit from the whole? video i i think the one with the boobs out that one stuck the one with cardi b with her boobs yeah i I feel like i want an outfit like that even though like my boobs aren't that they're not gonna pop out that much but (coughs) it'd be like a festival fit yeah exactly oh give me ideas okay (laughs) also hang on one little point i thought it was the whole part with what kylie jenner yes I thought that was random. Yes, I think it was extremely random also. Um, that's, that's been one thing people hate because they just think Kylie Jenner appropriates black culture and it's another example of her profiting off of black women. So I've seen a lot of think pieces about that on the internet. But I just think it was random also because the rest of the women they showed in the video that weren't dancers, they were all like female rappers. So it makes sense okay. for other female rappers to be in there. Or, or one of them was a singer, uh, Normani looking flyers artist um i just i mean all the music stopped for kylie yeah so it was weird i didn't get i thought she was gonna say something since the music stopped i thought something was gonna happen but literally she just walked into a room looked at the camera gone maybe she was declaring i too have a whap because she's in the video i'm assuming every single woman in that video has a whap because you can't be in that video and not have a wet ass pussy i mean i guess yeah i'll take it if you're gonna, if she's about female sexual freedom and she's, you know along those lines, then okay, all right. Let her be wappy. Um, <laughs> my, my favorite outfit was also on Cardi B. I love Megan Thee Stallion, don't worry. But it was also Cardi B, the one where she had like green and purple hair, and she's wearing like that leotard, that like bright green leotard. It just gave me Riddler from Batman vibes. It was super cool. Choreography there was sexy as hell. That I like my the favorite. Choreography. They were in water dancing, right? In one part they were, yes. Yeah. Because they they have waps. That was all created by them. The water they were dancing in. That was 
Got it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Golden dildos. How many? The high. I think the highest thing we've rated this year was four. For um. Wait, is it out of five? Out of five. So we, four out, out of five. five was the average score for the episode of Triple Play. Uh, the movie, the Netflix movie. I think the average score was a one point five, which isn't great. I think. I'll give it a five. Five. Yeah, I'm I'm giving it a five too. It literally deserves a five. I think the video itself without the music is a four, but with the with lyrics, lyrics yeah, it's a five. I think the yeah, it all it all comes together very, very nicely. The first <laughs> perfect rating. So that's gotta go in the Hall of Fame in our reviews. The only oh, five yes. the only five golden dildo rating goes to Cardi B and Megan the Stallion with WAP. Wet ass pussy. That's the the first thing in the Hall of Fame. That's the first thing in our Hall of Fame. That's pretty good. Hopefully, in the future, during Kink Corners, we'll have different sex toys that will get five stars and they'll join in the Hall of Fame. Different movies, shows. But right now, it's just Cardi and Megan. Just those two. Just Cardi and Meg. Um, Five golden dildos from the Sescapades. I'm happy with that. Me too. Um... Topic of the day. We spent quite a bit of time talking about those two lovely women. It was a great thing. Great masterpiece there. It was. All right. Topic of the day. Today we are discussing a topic that can often be very touchy. A topic that can bring pain, pleasure, smiles on faces, tears in eyeballs. The uh, It can make people closer and it can drive a huge wedge between people. The topic is Friends with benefits. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I like that description. <laughs> right? Because you can get both sides. I personally have had yeah. both sides of the gambit um, equally as well. Um, so I know from a positive perspective and some very negative uh, perspectives in terms of friends with benefits. But um, I wanted to start by asking you a question. How would you define what friends with benefits is? Friends with benefits, in my own words, is a unformal or formal agreement that two or more individuals have where they participate in sexual activities without... Hmm, without... <laughs> ooh, you know, I'm going to ask you to repeat this definition. I know you've forgotten how you started, but I'm going to ask you to repeat this because this with, is sounding good. Without. Ah, oh, what's the word? Commitments outside of the sex. Can you could you say that from the top? Do you think you can remember? Because that was pretty good. That's pretty good. Friends with benefits is an formal or non-formal agreement between two or more individuals that hmm, agreement between two or more individuals of sexual of participating in sexual activities without commitments outside of, of the sex. sex there we go <laughs> <laughs> That was hard. That was hard. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad you did it because I was like, I like that. 
but I don't remember where it started. I don't remember that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Good shit. Um, yeah, I, I second that definition. That would also be word for word my definition. <laughs> um, like I said, I've had a few. I'm trying to remember. It's always hard for me to remember <laughs> like the number of people I've done things with just because I've been in a long-term relationship for such a long while. And because a lot of the times I was like drunk or some stuff. Um, but I think in terms of friends with benefits, I've had three such situations where it was explicitly spoken about. Mm, okay. Yes. And uh, two of them ended, one of them ended negatively. One of them ended fine, but it, there was just zero sparks in terms of the benefits part. And one of them ended positively. So I have all on the spectrum. Um, what about you? Does it count as friends with benefits if it's never been spoken about, but you just see them as a friend? We can talk about that as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> you can count that if you want. <laughs> then in that case, I've had a few. <laughs> um, But... Some of them, no, I say most of them ended not so well. And then some of them ended in more than friends. Mm. Yeah, I, I feel you on that. I've had, that's why I was iffy. I was trying to pick because technically my marriage right now kind of started, but nothing was explicitly stated. That's why yep. I didn't want to include it, but it was like... Okay. It's kind of started like that, but nothing was ever said. Like, so that for me, okay. that's what I call the difference between friends with benefits or fuck buddies. <clears throat> Some people call them fuck buddies, and then hooking up with someone. Because I feel like hooking up with someone to me, first of all, implies you're sleeping together, but then it implies that nothing has really been stated. Because you would say you were dating if you were dating. But you're yeah. not. And I feel like if you're friends with benefits, in, for me, then you've spoken about the fact that we are just friends with benefits. So when I hear people say, oh, I'm, um, I'm hooking up with someone, I, I always think that's kind of the friends with benefits without it being explicitly stated. Okay, let's. For now, I think let's stick with the explicitly stated. Okay. Because it could get tricky otherwise, right? It can get really tricky and then messy and then that's confusing. So my very first ever explicitly stated friends of benefit relationship is the one that ended uh, really, really well. It was at a time when I was just stopping becoming two pump chump and starting to understand sex more than just my own nut and also starting to understand that the world is just bigger than high school and running track so it was like a very pivotal moment in my in my growth and I think it actually helped my growth I don't remember the first time we hooked up but I remember before we hooked up for the second time it was her that was like are we about to do this like are we about to become fight buddies or are you looking for a relationship and I was like, well, that's super honest. And I fuck with that straight away. So I must be honest. And I was like, no, definitely not looking for a relationship. So I completely <laughs> understand if you don't want to do this. And she was like, I am 100% fine with that as well. Just as you know that 
as long as you know that after we've had sex now, because I don't want to ruin the mood, we're going to have to talk about boundaries. And literally, because of the precedent that she set, we had sex, <clears throat> and then we just laid in bed, spoke about boundaries. Will we get jealous if we sleep with other people? Are we exclusive in that we're sleeping together, but not having a relationship? Is there a time that I can call you as a booty call? Or is it we just meet up once a week? Like, can I send you those early morning? It was really in depth. And for like, that's a, really for a teenager, really I was like, wow. For me, all it pointed to, I never had the guts to ask, was that, oh, she's done this before, maybe more than once, and realized that this is the way to make it successful. <laughs> so she literally sat it down and we just basically agreed it was a case of we can't get jealous if we're sleeping with other people. Um, but the moment one of us starts catching feelings for someone else, we should tell the other person to make sure that we're not going to hit each other up for that temptation. And it was purely going to be not like a a regularly scheduled meetup. It was going to be, if we're ever in, because we didn't live in the same town. We didn't live in the same oh, city. Okay. But we lived in a close city. So it was like, if you're ever close by or you come at, you come to London for a night out and you're thinking, oh, I want to smash something, you can hit me up. If I ever go to uh, Kent for a night out, which I would never do, but if I ever do, <laughs> you can hit me up. Um, but other than that, we're not going to keep anything um, like super scheduled, uh, except for the fact we're just going to text and flirt over text constantly. So that's basically oh. the situation was we would just text each other very frequently, very flirting, like, hey, next time I see you, it's about to be crazy. That's either texting. And then whenever we were in the same city, um, so basically whenever she would come down to London or whatever, she'd hit me up and we would hook up. And it lasted for about, I believe, five months. I think we met up like six times during five months. Um, oh, wow. Okay. So it was a few times. And it ended really good when she was like I can't do this with you because not only am I catching feelings for you I'm catching feelings for this other guy I've been seeing in my home city and I just feel like I can never date you so catching feelings for you would just be a waste of my time so I'm going to pursue him and I think they're still together to this day I don't know because I don't really talk to her wow I like I like how I like that situation it feels like ideal for someone looking for a friend's benefits also in a way that one person's not going to get too attached. So you're not going to have that issue of like, I have feelings for you now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have so many questions. Well, a few. Go on. Should Shoot. I ask them or should I wait till? You can ask them. I don't mind. Okay. Have you ever caught feelings for someone that you were in a friend's benefits agreement with? Um. Yes, but not in none of the ones that we were just like, oh, we're going to be friends with benefits. No, okay. but in the ones that it was unofficial a few times where we were hooking up, I've, I think more times than not, I've caught feelings. I would say if it was 10 times, which it hasn't been, it might be, I don't know. But if it was 10 times, seven out of those 10 times, I'm catching feelings. Even okay. though I, I always could... say I'm not going to catch feelings. <laughs> I, I ask because I feel like for some reason, it seemed in my head, I'm like thinking that only the girl or the female or one one person's 
the one that catches the feelings and usually it's the female or because that person just goes crazy and just like I don't know I feel like that's how it's portrayed maybe in television I don't know why I have that in my head or maybe it's because that's a recent thing that I've I've, outside of like real life I've heard of this so I maybe I'll go talk about that later I don't know I don't know I know for me it comes with the regularity of sharing myself with someone because when it was friends with benefits whether it was explicitly stated or not I'm not just seeing them when like hey and then we walk into the bedroom even even the very first woman I was in friends with benefits relationship she would hit me up but it would be like oh let's go to this restaurant tonight go to a club afterwards and then we'll go to a hotel afterwards so it wasn't so, yeah. like it was just the hotel it was we were spending time and I think for me that's often been the problem is the regularity in having sex and then spending time opening up getting to know them deeper yes because people like, like one night stands or people that i've had sex with more than twice but it was never friends with benefits i've never ever in my life caught feelings it's just been like oh great i haven't even thought about feelings but it's, people... it's once you start thinking that this person is an actual human being rather than we're using each other for pleasure that i'm using for pleasure that's... yes so i think the majority of guys who do um, friends with benefit or the the perception is that is this is just purely for a sexual pleasure and it might be true for the majority but for me <clears throat> when it becomes friends with benefits it always meant hanging out with them outside of the sex and that's where the feelings would always develop more often than not my way but sometimes the other way got it yeah um i have more questions but Maybe we'll get to them later. Maybe we'll get to them later, yeah. Um, I, I want to quiz you on... Um, yeah. I want to quiz you on... What would you say is your the best Friends of Benefits situation you, you had? If it's going to get you into trouble, you don't need to go into too oh, much no. detail. <laughs> no, no, they won't get me into trouble. Okay. Um, the best Friends of Benefits situation I had was so long ago no just (laughs) (laughs) back in the day there was this charming young man who would just pick me up we'd go to his house have some drinks have some smokes get in the hot tub he would perform the best oral sex i've ever received during that time of my life and um and that was great and it, <laughs> i i started to catch feelings oh and then it ended abruptly i have questions rug ripped right from my i knee. have questions but it's, i we had plans okay i don't I, it's the it's the abruptly thing when you say abruptly was it something that you could see coming and then you just didn't want it to happen? Or was it something you didn't see coming and you didn't want it to happen? I did not see it coming. I didn't want it to happen because I just loved it when he went down on me. <laughs> I see. How how did that first arrangement happen? Um, were you the brave person that reached out or was he the brave person that reached out? Or was it just 
happenstance. He was the brave person that reached out. And I will say this, looking back at that, I realized when he reached out, he like put out his humor as well. And I didn't catch his humor. So it kind of makes sense that why we didn't work out. Like we didn't really click in that way, I guess. Like Mm. being, having the same personalities, I guess. But yeah, he reached out first. He put a lot of work in. And I, maybe that's why it didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Bloody Nora. Um, So yeah, already on the surface, that's just two situations that we're talking about with completely different results. This is why when I gave the introduction, you can see this is such a, it can be such a messy situation to get into. It can be so messy and... I mean, I didn't talk about, like, that one wasn't quite messy, but it was just, like, it hurt kind mm-hmm. of to just be like, don't take this away from me. This was great. What do you mean we're, this isn't working out? This is great. <laughs> I'm having a blast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but, I mean, I've had another experience where it just blew up in my face. So, should we talk about those experiences? The ones that ended terribly? Yeah, I mean, well, first, let's just talk about the downfalls of Friends of Benefits. Friends of Benefits. What, could, what could go wrong here? Um, I think I'm going to start with the serious ones first and then get lighter as I go on. I think one, of the, one, of, the ma- <laughs> one of the major downfalls, I think, can be the destruction of friendships. I um, I think, and this is a topic for another day as well, I think similarly the same way about one-night stands. That one-night stands and friends with benefits can be friendship destroyers. Um, And I think that's one major downside because to, to you it may have just been sex, it may just have been a sexual outlet type thing, but to someone else it could have been so very real and once you make your friendship deteriorate, it can be like a a split that's never, ever, ever fixed. So I think that's one of the major downfalls is the destruction of friendships. That's a, that is a big one. Yeah, I said I was going to start heavy and then get lighter. Yeah, that is a big one. Yeah. Um, and I agree with that. I've definitely experienced that. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other? Well, of course, there's so many. <laughs> um. I'm on a much lighter note. I think if you're in friends of benefits relationship and it's an exclusive one and you're in it for a very, very long time, I'm going to say six months or more. Um, once that's over, you can think you're better than you actually are at sex. So you can get a false sense of security because you've just learned how to please this one person and then... Ooh you go to another person and now moving your tongue like that doesn't work or doing that move with your hips doesn't work. And then you, you're thinking, why is it not working? It's, I literally have been making this work for the past 18 months with so-and-so. Why is it not working now? So I think another downfall could just be it limits your, your you know, repertoire in terms of sex. People can argue long-term relationships do that as well. But um, yeah, I think that's... That could be something you limit your sexual repertoire. 
that's important and i've i'm guilty of that for sure i want to add a downfall i think um no never mind no say it it's the sexcapades I think when you have a friend with benefits, you kind of forget that this person is still important, even though you're not in a relationship. They're still important to your pleasure. They're still important to the friend's aspect. And I think with a downfall, you kind of lose sight in that importance. And you kind of, for me at least, you can neglect a friend when there's sex on top of that relationship because you've prioritized the sex. So do you think it changed the way you view them? Yes. But not in a positive way. <laughs> not in a positive way. No. Um, without digging too much, was that a situation that you were able to resolve or is that one that you just, is that one you strike up in the lost column? That's the lost column. That's the lost column. I have a, I have quite an extensive lost column as well, so don't don't worry about it. Don't don't feel bad. Um, trying to think of another downfall of friends with benefits. Oh, just the downfall that's there. You can hurt yourself. Catching feelings is a downfall. Yeah, hurting yourself is a big one. Hurting yourself. I don't say catching feelings because catching feelings can be done from both sides. That's. True. It's always getting hurt. Because getting hurt is when you catch feelings, but the other one's like, no, okay, we're still okay. friends with benefits. Okay, getting hurt. Getting yes, hurt. I think that's a huge downfall when it's a, it's a risk because I would say 50% of the time it works out amicably. 50% of the time it works out with someone catching feelings. And that's the risk you're going in. Even when you say outright, don't worry, I'm not going to catch feelings. It could be your last, your last famous life, famous last words. <laughs> That's another downfall. I guess I guess there aren't as many downfalls as I thought there would be. I think I was just putting all of <laughs> all of my sad experiences into one big conglomerate. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. Okay, do you want to talk about your not so my not so great. good one? Well, I have two that's not so good. One was not so good in just that it was it was amicable. We were we didn't we don't hate each other but just the sex was so bad oh and it it wasn't either of our fault i feel like we were trying really hard both of us and then it just because we were both trying too hard it just ended up not being good but like it's it's weird because i know that she's good at sex because there were certain things that she was doing i was like oh you know what you're doing and i think it's the same on the reverse as well because like, she, she knows i'm good like oh there were certain things that you're doing. It's just that every time we showed up together, we weren't clicking. Some mixes don't match. It, I, and it sucks because I know sh- how good she is. <laughs> just from experience from like friends who have maybe done something with her and from stories she said, I was like, I know she was good. But so I can't say she's bad. So it's crazy. Um, but the one that blew up in my face was simply because. Um, I caught feelings early on and lied that I didn't catch feelings. And when you catch them early on and then you continue to do all that trauma, um, yeah, it can really turn out extremely painful. Uh, 
So we had a discussion, not as in-depth as the one, the very first one I had, but it was basically, are we going to be friends with benefits? Yeah. Are we going to be exclusive? No, but whatever. Cool. And we're back after an overheating in Oakland. Yes. Outage. When I when I earlier in the podcast when I said it was ninety nine degrees, I was not lying. It's so hot that at least six blocks, maybe more, um, from where I live, the power went out because the generator for our neighborhood in Oakland overheated. So if you hear some weird noises, it's me with a popsicle because the only way to cool down. Gotta get that ice. Yes, um, Joyce, do you remember where we were? Because I oh, didn't. I remember. I was about to go into my unsuccessful friends with benefits situations. I already kind of went into one. Let me go into the first one, which was when I lost my virginity to this guy. That was a friends with benefits situation? Oh, yes. We decided that we, well, I mean, like, I absolutely didn't want to be in anything serious. He didn't want to either. That was agreed upon, and that was the only thing agreed upon. We didn't want anything serious. We didn't want a relationship. We are just having sex. And I was not mentally or emotionally ready for that, mm. so it got messy. I will take responsibility for my whatever it was then. And I think for me, I had this unspoken expectation that this person is taking my virginity He's a good friend of mine. He should care about me more than just what I was receiving. Mm. And, of course, my communication wasn't so great then. And I did not express that. So things went downhill. At some point, he broke my trust and, like, things went downhill even faster. I became a, I was kind of a spiteful person at that time. So anytime he would make me upset, I would remind him that... <laughs> I cannot imagine you being spiteful. You must have done a lot of work on yourself since then. Oh, yes. I've found Zen. <laughs> um, so every time he would upset me, I would basically remind him that he wasn't my boyfriend and that I could easily be fucking any other guy. And I was just not kind to him sometimes. Sometimes. And that obviously kind of ended in him, I think, just being put up with my my rudeness. Maybe, yeah, 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 that's what it was. <laughs> I can't speak for him, but I mean, he definitely made a point to like kind of put me in my place, which was over the top. And we do not speak. Mm. That was still to this day, like the worst I feel like I've been treated by a guy. Oh, wow. Um, and my, at the time, like, my young mind was just like, what did I do wrong? Mm. I'm going to apologize because I still want that dick. <laughs> <laughs> and that didn't work still. So, and then I, I also just realized, like, he didn't deserve this whole relationship because of how he treated me. Yeah. And, I mean, the sex was great, though. There's always but, a positive, well, there can always be some sort of positive taken, I guess. Yeah, it was positive sex. 
not so positive relationship friendship ending and I can't imagine seeing him again how that interaction would be I'd just be like mm-hmm. awkward it would be so awkward so that's like one of the I think probably the only person that I've had sex with that I wouldn't be okay seeing in person again oh wow yeah. I've learned a lot. I had no idea that you had spite in your um, psyche. Well, you probably don't anymore, but that's that's what I took away from the story. Everyone else probably took away the sex. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, you were spiteful? What? <laughs> this is not the joke side, no. I definitely like kind of rubbed it in his face that like there were other guys that were interested in me. So if you're not going to be this level of a friend or like I think I held him up to like boyfriend standards even though he wasn't my boyfriend Mm. and because he did have feelings for me at one point so in my mind I was just like oh you want to be my boyfriend we're having sex you can probably earn it and that wasn't the case see that we did say this is a sticky and messy subject very sticky especially when you're young and don't understand how to communicate your feelings. You don't understand like the emotional connection when you're gonna have sex with someone, and that was all there. Bloody hell! Thank you for sharing that, though. Um, I feel like we've been speaking about so much negative surrounding friends with benefits. Is can you find any positive? Would you like? Would should can we speak about the positives, please? Let's let's list some positive things you can get out of a friends with benefits relationship. Let's go ahead. Um, do you want to kick it off? You can end up with a beautiful, harmonious relationship with someone that is perfectly right for you. Elaborate. <laughs> well, you've already gotten on the same level of sexual needs, right? Because you're already like saying, hey, let's just have sex. And then in that process of only having sex, you're mastering sex with one another. What can grow from there is a great relationship built on a very sturdy sexual foundation, which can be the root cause of a lot of problems. Yeah, that's true. That's very if, true. If it's not great sex, you know, that's a reason for leaving a relationship. So, for some, for some, not <laughs> all. Definitely not all. No, that's true. Definitely not a reason for yeah. That's definitely a positive, 100%. I think another positive is that it can be really good and sometimes really, really healthy to have a sexual outlet, a safe sexual outlet as well, a dependable sexual outlet. Um, I think that can be really, really beneficial, and I for sure would think that's a, a plus. Yes, especially if you don't want a relationship. Because a lot of people just don't want relationships, and that's totally fine. But, I mean, and if that's the case, then get what you need or slash and or slash want from someone who can give it to you, who is a friend, best benefits, there you go, needs met without having to take on something you're not wanting. Yeah. Snaps, snaps, snaps. Any more? Do you have any more? You can get the best 
type of you can learn a lot you can learn a lot agreed i think the flip side of when i said you can get stuck in your ways that is true but then there's also the opportunity as joy said you can learn a lot i think when you just have a friends with benefits situation there's also this sense of freedom because in a relationship you kind of feel like you need to do everything right and so you're scared to ask you're scared to make the mistakes so with a friend having that mindset of this is not permanent this is not serious you have the freedom to do ask whatever you want as long as it's okay with your partner 1000 percent agree on that that's a really good point that i didn't think of it was so true you can be adventurous find out what kind of things like most of the things that i'm into um and that i like i found them out not in relationships i found them out during friends with benefits situations because i had the courage to ask hey do you want to try this or they had the courage to be like this isn't going to affect our day to day because we're just fucking how about i ask if he can do this so a lot of the things that i realized that i was into i learned during friends with benefits uh situations so i feel like i relate with that because once you're in a relationship i kind of sometimes you could because you know your partner sometimes you like i don't even want to ask because definitely they're gonna say no but then they're also gonna be in a bad mood or they're gonna be upset or they're gonna be and it's like it's not worth it and it's like, you should always ask. Yes, some things. But this is going to piss them off so much that it's like, yeah. I don't even want to. Yeah. There's that fear of upsetting someone or just like being looked at like you're crazy just because if you're trying something new. I will say that having a friend with benefits is the perfect time to just throw things out there and try whatever because there's no expectations of like what you should be sexually. Mm-hmm. So if you want to see something new and dirty with, the <laughs> with a friend, do it. If you want to wear a new outfit, do it. I I didn't even know I liked dirty talk until one of my hookup situations. Uh, This wasn't explicitly stated, so I'm saying hookup rather than um, friends of benefits. But it's for all intents and purposes, friends of benefits. I found out that I liked dirty talk during one of those. I didn't know. I just thought I liked the occasional noise, or if you're noisy, whatever. If you're loud, that's cool. This woman was talking like Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. I was like, yes. for anything that you haven't experienced but probably should or think about it's all it's all in that song it's all like in we talk about dressing up too and i'm just snaps i'm telling you so Again. i think that's definitely a positive <laughs> um another positive i think is that sometimes not all the time sometimes it can actually make you better friends with that person and you can trust them even more um I, I know one situation with someone. Again, it wasn't explicitly stated that we were going to be friends with benefits on a recurring level, but we hooked up a few times. Um, and something we, we don't even like mention because I feel like we, 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 just, we just don't mention it, but it's not like we're afraid of saying it because we understand we can have a conversation about it. But it brought us... I think even closer together that I understood them on such a level to the point now it's like, I'm, I'll protect that person forever. They're going to be my home homie forever. Um, I'm going to have their back forever. And it was because of that situation where I think 
for some reason it made me kind of understand them more and it rather than attract me to them sexually it attracted me to them like wow i understand you even more you're just as cool as i thought you were um and it helped helped us in, at least me become closer to that person so it can on whatever case can tell i i agree there i feel like learn, knowing some, knowing about some someone's sexual identity is a whole level that you don't get to with just an everyday friend or anyone that you're close with normally so mm. if you're able to know someone on a sexual level and not necessarily be having sex with them but still have a friendship or some kind of relationship with them and know that kind of almost a secret part about them then that's that is a real friendship because that's kind of like knowing the ins and outs and like the good and bads but like that's a part that is hidden away for most people Oh, Even yeah. with your closest friends. Hell yeah. Also, I'm so glad that the majority of my friends are female. And the majority of my close friends are female as well. So that no one can figure out. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, wait, she might be listening. <laughs> and then people <laughs> might think, but then I was like, wait, wait, wait. I have at least seven close female friends. So we're good. We're out in the open. We're good. <laughs> They're all going to be wondering now. The, the, yeah, well, yes, possibly. But then at the same time, it's cool because then it means, like, I'm out of the war. <laughs> Woo! Thank God that I'm friends with mostly women. <laughs> um, Are there any other positives that you can think of? Um, I, no, not, not really. It's, it's fun. So then that, I have one question. Would you say... For no one who's been, for someone who's never been in a friends with benefits agreement, would you tell them that it's worth it or not worth it, the possibilities of messiness or worth the potential benefits? Or would you say it's a touch and go basis? Like- I would say it's worth it, but there's a but there. My but is if you if you haven't had a serious relationship before, then I would not suggest attempting a friends with benefit situation if you have had a serious relationship um even if it's just one and you've had sex with more than just that one person then i could say yes i think it's beneficial and it's worth the risk that it could end up positively if you haven't had a serious relationship if you're a virgin i would definitely say no friends with benefits stay away but so you would advise a virgin to be in a committed relationship for having sex rather than just having sex with anyone? Or would you suggest like a whole different scenario? I don't necessarily. Okay. So this is a topic. Maybe when we talk about our virginity episode about being virgins, what our thoughts is I'm going to go into more depth now. So I don't like to say anything. We can save it. We can save it. No, I want to say one thing. I don't want to go into too depth because I don't want to tell a virgin ever what to do with their, his or her body. But I personally really wish I had lost my virginity to the person who, to a person I was dating rather than someone I wasn't. That's just one thing I really wish. And even, I know, even if it didn't end up well, I just wish that I was in a relationship with the person I lost my virginity to. I will add to that. Well, not add, but if I had, if I'd lost my virginity to the person that I, someone that I was dating, I would probably ended up marrying them. So I'm glad. Oh, see, I would, I didn't. You, I, don't, my, I know I wouldn't. That's how my head works. <laughs> well, 
there we go. So it's, di- it's clearly different strokes for different folks. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's crazy. Um, I had a question. Oh, wait, would you? So would you advise it then? I would. Okay. Yes, with conditions. Only if this person who is a virgin decides to that they want to be a friend with benefits they need to basically i would say write out a bill of rights for their that whole situation like what they want what they want their partner to be what they need to receive from this they need to know exactly what they want and they need to have a partner that's completely in agreement What about for people who aren't virgins or whatever? Would you do advise? it? <laughs> You'd advise it. Just it's worth the risk. Yeah, I mean, it's it depends on the people if it's gonna work or not. So you never know. It's kind of like tossing dice. You never know what you're gonna get. So yeah, I agree. I 100 agree. Um, I was going to ask a question, but I think I accidentally deleted it from my notes. I think I have. I have a question. Um, what is the time frame of your longest friends with benefits? Um, the roommate situation thing. Probably uh, like nine months. Nine months, man. Okay. I, from my wonderful experience not so wonderful it's such a short thing yeah i was most of mine are have been pretty i would say the majority have been between one and two months um that's a good thing if you can make it last like that's a good friend with friend with sex yeah a good friend with benefit yeah um yeah nine months okay i have another question yep um I th- you kind of touched on this earlier when you were talking about your first experience, but yes. what were, I guess, what were your rules for the agreement? And then also if you were to have a friends with benefits situation going on now, what would those rules be for you two or, um, or, or more? <laughs> so then the rules was, we just have to be completely honest about the other people that we're sleeping with just because like that makes sense just you know we haven't said some multiple people when you're young you should know about their sexual partners for safety reasons um another thing was we agreed that um every month we were together we would have to take tests because we're sleeping with other people um just to make sure that we stay clean doesn't matter how safe we are you never you know especially at that age when you um, you're sleeping around. I, I can't speak for the rest of the world, but especially track and field athletes in Britain around that age, that's like prime fucking years. I guess every year is a prime fucking year after you're 19 in in England. But um, those years specifically are like prime. Um, what else do we agree? Um, that the moment someone caught feelings, we would tell the other person and then just end everything. Unless... It wasn't even a case of like, I'm feelings, but I can keep it to myself. Let's keep going for as long as possible. And then when I can't hold it anymore, 
let's stop. It was the moment one of us catch feelings, we end it. Also, if we catch feelings for someone else, we end ours. Um, we agreed it was just going to be like hang out and then fuck, hang out and then fuck, not just fucking. It's quite a few that's, rules. That's nice. Yeah, it is a few. Are there any rules that you would add to that or take away from that if you were to do this again? Um, but was it different with anybody, not the specific person? <laughs> oh, with anyone? I think now the first rule would be they would have to know my wife. <laughs> um, and they'd have to be cool with my wife. My wife would have to be cool with them. <laughs> that would be the number one rule. And she'd have to give the okay um, and then assuming she did, it would just be pretty much the same, full transparency, um, full honesty. Oh, the only difference would be it it couldn't just be you she would ne- they would never be allowed to stay over and I would never be allowed to stay over at theirs. I feel like that's such an adult. Yeah. Um I would never we're we're not doing sleepovers, we're not playing happy families. We're never waking up for breakfast together the next morning. It's just sex. Yeah, it would have to be. Mm. And See, I would want also, that. I, I would add, I would add, people. I would add the rule: whenever my wife asks to join in, you got to say yes. That's an important rule. Whenever. So those would okay, be yeah. the rules I would add. Those are good rules. I think I could set a good, a good little. Uh, any applicants? DM my wife, not me. DM her. I'm not going to give out her Instagram, but if you know her, DM her. Apply if you want. So I should or should not tag her on our IG. Do definitely do not. <laughs> definitely do not tag her. If you know her personally, then you can. Otherwise, do not tag her. Um, what about you? What what rules would you have set up? Um, my rules. I think first rule is I would have to physically see your um, your test results for any STIs. Like I want to see them. Like that's not, that can't be. I'm not gonna trust you if you just say you're you're clean. You're yeah. negative with every with everything. I, I need to see it. I want a doctor's note. Um, <laughs> and especially because I have my two partners to think about mm. so if this such a wide range yeah um i would want this it, for me it couldn't just be this no could it i suppose it could just be the sex because i have others to keep me busy but i wouldn't want just the sex i think i would want deeper if i wanted i would want yeah i would want the sleepovers i would require <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to be good at giving massages oh. <laughs> what I if it's like Cardi P what if he's like Cardi B I don't cook I don't clean but let me show you how I got this ring <laughs> you'd be like oh. no <laughs> no I feel like you gotta bring more than just sex to the table because I want a well rounded life if you're gonna be in my life you gotta offer more than just one thing like, you need to be either a doctor or a mechanic or a masseuse yeah. or... Oh. <laughs> That's yeah. So basically, the bar is very low. Just a you've doctor. Gotta, you've got to You've got to have some... You've got to contribute when I need you, you know? It's a... 
now I'm, now I'm sounding a bit. No, you're not sounding bougie at all. If that's the word you were searching for, then of course. <laughs> well, that's not what I meant either. <laughs> Okay, you don't have to be a doctor, but it's like I need a sick note for something. Doctor, lawyer, or masseuse. Those are the three things. So slow bar. All of those things, I believe, you have to go to like an extra two or more years of school for. I think it's like six as a doctor, four as a lawyer, three as a masseuse. Just easy, just easy jobs, you know. Okay, you can also be a chef. Again, unless you're naturally gifted. That's a lot. Hey, it's good to set a high bar. Isn't it? I mean, I'm thinking about my life here. I'm thinking yeah, about what no, I'm bringing I, into my life rather than just into my bed. I, well, if I say bougie, for me, that's not a bad thing because being bougie just means you have fine taste. You can be down to earth and bougie at the same time. So if you have uh, high standards, that's good. Don't ever tell, let someone tell you lower your standards. Tell I, everyone to raise up to your level. There we go. And my advice for anyone who's going to take on a friends with benefits situation now is if they're going to if you're going to give them your body, you, they've got to offer something else, too. Yeah, and it can't be COVID. Don't offer me oh, COVID. Oh, God. No. <laughs> and I want it. <laughs> like, maybe some good weed, maybe some... Uh, I don't know. Get off or something. You know. Sescapaders. Female sescapaders who are also weed plugs. And you know my wife personally. DM for the application, because I would not mind a weed plug to dm my wife for the application and i'm not tagging that do not tag it's just literally for the listeners who know her personally they don't need the tag they know it already dm her, especially if you got that tree okay should we wrap this up wrap i it up. i want to add in one thing for that um just a little putting it out there that one friend that it didn't work out with that time that it didn't work out, I had bought a really great outfit and I had some really great plans and it ended that day and it all went to waste. They missed the trick right there. They missed the, it could have been the best moment of their lives. It really could have, but you know what? Now other people get to enjoy that. that. But not just people, but the best of the best are now enjoying that. So puzzle pieces, because you fit together perfectly. I'm good. Yes. People, I'm good. <laughs> well, you can't see it, but James put his hands together. I did, yeah. Fingers, interlocked his fingers as if the puzzle pieces were his fingers interlocking and fitting in perfectly. One day we're gonna get the uh, visual and audio and post it on the. Uh, Instagram and you're gonna love it the way we introduce King Corner when you actually see us acting it out. Um, Joyce is always acting crazy. I'm just sensible when I say it, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Um, but yeah. Um, so just as a final cherry on top, friends with benefits, mostly positive or mostly negative, and would you would you uh, recommend it to the listeners? Hmm. I would recommend it. You got to try it to know if you like it. That's my motto when it comes to sex. Big facts. Love it. Um, my sentiments exactly. Uh, thank you for listening. Episode 19. Um, as always, you can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Anchor Podcast app, Breaker, um, 
another one that we got added to that I can't remember now. All of the ones, just anywhere you listen to podcasts, type in Sescapades Podcast and you'll find us. Please subscribe so you'll get that automatic download every week and you don't have to worry about having to go in and download. And keep listening, keep interacting with us and we're very grateful for your listenership and we hope to bring you more stories normalizing sex in the weeks to come. Thank you. Peace out. A-Town down. Down.